Attention, all troops. He's alive. Alive. Welcome to the Rapnolis. When I was a kid, my family loved going to the ground round. I think I've talked about that here on the show before. It was a wonderful place, especially if you were a kid, if you didn't grow up around ground round restaurants. You would get this basket of peanuts, or later on you'd get popcorn, and you could just throw stuff all over the floor. They would show old silent movies in the background. They had this big toy chest that you get to pick from, and it was one of those places that you paid what you weighed. So if you were a kid who weighed 60 pounds, your family paid 60 cents for whatever you ate. Big hit in my family. I was slight because I didn't eat that much. So you're wondering, what did I love about the ground round? Because when I said I didn't eat much, I did eat something. I loved eating the sundaes that they had that they put in little baseball helmets. Wonderful. Although I kept getting the same helmet over and over and over again. But besides the baseball helmet filled with ice cream, the thing I really loved was the fact that it had video games. My family would usually over the course of a meal give me about a dollar worth of quarters to play. After the games were over, I didn't want to hang out with my family. They tended to sit in the smoking section. So I would go outside, and I would watch these cars go by on the highway. At one point, they started piping music outside. And I remember going out there once, and I guess it was the summer. And as soon as I come out, I pay attention to the cars going by, and then I hear the Vincent Price section of Thriller coming out of the speaker. And it's the big laughter moment. And I don't know what was going on in my head, but I freaked out and I ran toward the door to push it open and there was a guy coming out at the same time and I'm, and I'm trying to push and he's pulling and I don't know what's going on. Eventually I get in and I run over to my family and I sit down and I must have looked really flustered because my mother wondered what was wrong and I was really ashamed, didn't want to tell anybody exactly what had happened. Whenever I watch Thriller and the Vincent Price monologue comes on. I can't help but think of that experience. I get a little hungry for ground round. Not so much the main courses, but certainly those Sundays. Those are so good. On today's show, I'd like to talk about Michael Jackson's Thriller. We'll talk a little bit about the album, the song, Michael Jackson himself, Vincent Price, who was also in the song. But mostly we're going to focus on the music video, how it was made, who made it, and we'll throw in a few surprises here and there. We have an info-packed episode ahead of us, so without further ado, let's start the show.
Michael Jackson's Thriller was a horror-themed music video. It was released on December 2nd, 1983. The song came from Jackson's sixth studio album, which was also named Thriller, and the video itself was directed by John Landis. So let's talk a little bit about Michael Jackson first. Michael Joseph Jackson was born in August of 1958, and he passed away in June of 2009. He was at a powerhouse of entertainment from a very young age as part of the Jackson 5, and the other four members of the Jackson 5 were Jermaine, Tito, Marlon, and Jackie. I always forget Marlon. While he was a huge hit in the 60s with the Jackson 5, amazingly talented kid, he would start his solo career in 1971. He quickly became a pop music sensation, but while the 70s were good to Michael Jackson, it was really the 80s, the early 80s especially, where he shined. And that is because he was very driven. He would release hit after hit, have platinum album after platinum album, and would capture the attention of America and the world like almost no other artist did. He also had a very controversial life. Many lawsuits were brought up against him. And even his death, which was due to cardiac arrest from taking drugs that would help him sleep, are, I would almost say, crazy. But it all goes into this human being who was very talented, created some amazing music. After these messages, we'll be right back. To the show. Thriller was the sixth studio album by Michael Jackson, sixth in a solo career, and it was released on November 30th, 1982 by Epic Records in the U.S. and CBS Records internationally. It was a follow-up to Off the Wall, which was a very popular album and was recorded between April and November 1982 at Westlake Recording Studios in L.A. by Quincy Jones very famous Quincy Jones. When it was released in November of 1982, it started to burn up the charts. At its height, it would be selling 1 million copies worldwide per week, which is pretty insane for a record. In just over a year, it would become the world's best-selling album, and I'm pretty sure it is still the world's best-selling album. It's still selling today. After Michael Jackson died, they re-released it, and it sold really well. Let me name some of the tracks. You'll probably recognize them. Want to be starting something, Baby Be Mine, The Girl Is Mine, which he recorded with Paul McCartney, Thriller, of course, Beat It, Billie Jean, Human Nature, Pretty Young Thing, and The Lady in My Life. I imagine you could probably sing along to at least three of those, maybe five of them, which is pretty amazing. I could probably talk all day about just this album. There's so much stuff online about it, but let's focus on the song Thriller. It was recorded by Michael Jackson, but it was composed by Rod Temperton. It was the seventh and final single release from Thriller, and would be the last music video from the album as well. They waited till January 23rd, 1984 to release it. Thriller, which would become the name of the album as well as the song, wasn't the original name for the song or the album. 
Originally, they were going to call it Starlight. Now, if you've heard the song Thriller, the hook is because this is Thriller, Thriller Night. When the song was called Starlight, the hook was Give Me Some Starlight, Starlight Sun, which I had no idea. And when I read it, I thought, well, it is really good that they changed it to Thriller. Jackson's album before Thriller, Off the Wall, was a great seller. And the title of that was picked by Temperton. So Quincy Jones came to him when they were trying to come up with it and said, hey, you did such a good job. Why don't you come up with the next thing? And he racked his brain and then saw it writ large on a billboard in his head. That would be something that would jump off the page, the word thriller. While I can't play thriller here, but if you haven't heard it, and I suggest you do, if you especially like horror films, it's got all sorts of haunted house sounds in the background, and it has a wonderful voiceover from Vincent Price. Temperton, when he was writing Thriller, always envisioned having this talking at the end. At the same time, he didn't know what it would be, what he should do with it. And then Peggy Lipton, who was married to Quincy Jones at the time, suggested that they bring Vincent Price in. And Price nailed it. Now, I'm going to play a little bit of a clip from Vincent Price's outtakes, which you can find online. There's actually an extra verse, so I'm just going to play the extra verse for those of you who haven't heard it. And then we'll talk a little bit about Rodney Temperton. The demons squeal in sheer delight. It's you they spy, so plump, so right. For though the groove is hard to beat, yet still you stand with frozen feet. You try to run, you try to scream, but no more sun you'll ever see. For evil reaches from the crypt to crush you in its icy grip. That's good stuff, right? I do think that it was good that they made some edits. I always like when things are a bit more constrained, but it's so much fun to hear Vincent Price. So let's talk a little bit about the writer of the song, Rodney Lynn Temperton, or Rod Temperton, who was born in 1949, passed away in 2016. He's an English songwriter and producer. He was in the band Heat Wave in the 1970s and made songs like Always and Forever and Boogie Nights. He had written a bunch of songs and then was recruited by Quincy Jones to work with Michael Jackson. In addition to Thriller, he also worked on Off the Wall and Rock With You. He had multiple Oscar nominations for his work on The Color Purple. And he worked on one of my favorite buddy cop films from the 1980s, Running Scared. In addition to songs that he wrote for it, he also composed the film Score. If you haven't seen Running Scared, it's one of those nearly forgotten 80s classics. In the summer of 83, sales of Thriller had begun to decline. Jackson was talking to his management and friends, and they suggested, hey, how about a third video, one based on the album's title track? Jackson thought about that, and then after seeing An American Werewolf in London, directed by John Landis, he was inspired, and he contacted Landis to direct the video. This was a big deal. John Landis was born in 1950. He's an American screenwriter, director, producer, actor, does a lot of great comedies, including National Lampoon's Animal House, The Blues Brothers, Trading Places, The Three Amigos, Coming to America. He's got quite the resume. He was interested in directing Thriller because he had this interest in reviving the theatrical short, which were these short films they would show before the main movies in the past. Jackson offered to finance this himself, and Landis was blown away by just how forward Jackson was on that and said, no, you, you can't finance this yourself. He was still living with his parents at this point, Michael Jackson. And they did manage to find funding. There were some people who had a brilliant idea to create an hour-long documentary 
that was the making of Thriller. And if you have seen Thriller but not the making of Thriller, it is often posted on YouTube. It is really worth watching in addition to classic Jackson at the height of his power. You get to see Landis and a lot of great 80s movie-making magic. The music video was filmed at the Palace Theater in downtown L.A., and the dance sequences at the junction of South Calzona Street and Union Pacific Avenue in East L.A. That house scene at the very end of the video is in the Angelino Heights neighborhood of L.A. They blasted through this and finished principal photography in mid-October of 83. Deciding to make the documentary was a brilliant idea. MTV paid $250,000 for the exclusive rights to show the documentary. Then Showtime paid $300,000 for the cable rights. And then Vestron put down an additional half million dollars to market the cassette in a profit participation system. All in all, pretty good investment for a music video that's basically promotion for an album. Okay, tape rolling, anytime you want. Hi, this is Michael Jackson. This is Vincent Price. Michael Jackson is... The Thriller. Now let's talk a little bit about the plot. If you haven't seen Thriller, I'm just going to go top level here. It starts with a disclaimer from Michael Jackson. At the time, he was a Jehovah's Witness and wanted to have a disclaimer it says, due to my strong personal convictions, I wish to stress that this film no way endorses a belief in the occult. The video opens in the 1950s. Michael and an unnamed girlfriend who was played by Ola Ray, they're run out of gas while in the woods. This very typical 50s movie feel to it. He turns into some sort of were creature. We'll talk a little bit about that were creature a little later. It's not quite a werewolf. And starts chasing him. It cuts to a movie theater. They are, in fact, watching the movie that's on the screen. Now, if you're a Forrest J. Ackerman fan, who was the creator of Famous Monsters of Filmland, the magazine, he is sitting behind Michael Jackson in the theater. I only found that out recently, and then I'm watching it, and there he is. She gets scared, they go outside, and then another horror movie happens while they're outside, with Jackson turning into a zombie, and all the other people turning into zombies, and then they dance, and it's pretty amazing. While the dance is happening, Michael reverts to human form because he looks better dancing that way. And then boom, he's a corpse again. And then they're chasing his girlfriend who runs into a house. At this point, she wakes up. It was all a dream. Or was it? After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome. Please feel right at home. I want to teach you a game called, amusingly enough, Stay Alive. It's quite deadly. To win, you eliminate your opponents like this. Or they eliminate you. It's great fun. I'd be happy to teach you how to play, but there's no one left. I'm the sole survivor. Stay Alive from Milton Bradley. And now, back to the show. The makeup in the video was done by Rick Baker. Richard A. Baker was born in 1950, a legendary makeup effects creator and artist, has won Academy Awards for it. He took this seriously, like he does everything he does, and wanted to create effects for all the zombies, but because of the way the dancing had to happen and they had all these rehearsals, he had to do generic makeup for the dancers. But when they do do close-ups, those are actually not the dancers. Those were actually members of Baker's crew. 
So the most important makeup might be the one that goes on Michael. And I'm talking about the zombie one. I'm talking about the were-creature one where he is kind of a werewolf. Rick was looking at it and saw Michael's face and thought it wasn't very wolf-like and decided that maybe something more cat-like would be more fitting. So maybe he's kind of a were-tiger or a were-lion. Certainly a cat of some sort. Very obviously a cat. This is a subject I've gotten into arguments of people about. And even before looking all this up, I thought that's a cat. So the video stars just basically two people, maybe a third if you count Vincent Price and his narration, Michael Jackson, and Ola Ray. Ola Ray was born in 1960. She's an American model, probably best known for her role in Thriller. She worked in Playboy and then would work on films and TV. She was in a lot of stuff that I really like, including Night Shift and Beverly Hills Cop 2. But then on TV, she was in Auto Man, Gimme a Break, Cheers, and What's Happening Now. Four shows that I love. Vincent Leonard Price was an American actor, probably best known for his distinctive manner and way of speaking. He was born in 1911, passed away in 1993. In addition to appearing in countless films, lots of TV, he was an art collector with a degree in art history, and he would lecture and write books on the subject. And according to everything I've read about him, he seemed to be a pretty great guy. The choreography in the video was done by Michael Douglas Peters, who was born in 1948, sadly passed away in 1994, young, 46. He was born in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, in New York City, did the choreography. His big breakthrough was the choreography for Donna Summer's Love to Love You Baby, which he did in 1975. He's probably best known, though, for his work with Michael Jackson. He did the choreography for Thriller and Beat It. If you want to get a peek at Michael Douglas Peters, he is in the Beat It music video. In the gang sequences, he is dressed in all white and he wears sunglasses. Now, this might not surprise anyone who's seen this video, but the jacket for Thriller was kind of a big deal. It's this red jacket. It was designed by Deborah Nadelman Landis, who's John Landis's wife. She's an American film and theater costume designer. Worked on films like The Blues Brothers, Animal House, Three Amigos, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. She has said that she designed the jacket to make Jackson appear more virile in the video. This jacket was very popular when it came out. I remember walking down this avenue not too far from our house where you could go to all these different stores and there were lots of places that would sell rip-offs of this thing. And even the rip-offs were like $100. I really wanted one at the time and it would have been pretty hilarious if I had ever gotten one. Fortunately, my mother was smart. She knew that I would just wear the jacket everywhere and destroy it. Or my friends would think it's hilarious to beat me up and steal my jacket and throw it in the river. Moms are smart that way. The original jacket sold at auction in 2011 for $1.8 million. Amazing. The video was a huge hit. At the height of its power, it was playing two times an hour on MTV. So almost 30 minutes of every hour on MTV, Michael Jackson's Thriller was playing. And I watched it every time I could. It and the making of would win Grammys and it would pretty much dominate the MTV Awards that year winning Best Overall Performance in a Video, Viewer's Choice, and Best Choreography. Thriller has transcended its music video roots. It's gone on to become a continuing pop culture phenomenon. They stage thriller dances across the country and try to set world records for thriller dances by large groups of people. 
In 2007, 1,700 people participated in 80 cities. I live in Seattle now, and I've seen thriller dances just sort of break out in places. What's amazing is how few people need to be told that what they're seeing is a thriller dance. I wanted to do this episode because I went to a museum recently, and they have this giant screen there, and they play music videos constantly. And one of the music videos they play is Thriller. And I'm just amazed when I see generations of people stop and watch it. And it's inspiring how it continues to capture people's attention because not only is it a fun song with amazing dancing, it's a compelling idea for a music video and it would set the tone for music videos to follow. Michael Jackson was a talented person, certainly a controversial figure at times. I don't know how that processes through his ability to create great pop art, but Thriller, because I watched it when I was young, holds a special place in my heart. And I hope that if you're listening to this, you will give it a second chance if you haven't seen it in a while, or if you're a fan, you'll revisit it, or if you've never seen it, maybe you'll just take a few seconds to watch it. I think you're going to enjoy it. Thanks for listening to the show. For more retro fun, you can drop by the website at www.retroist.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at twitter.com slash retroist and facebook.com slash retroist.com. The music you hear on the show is by Peachy. If you have musical needs, you can email Peachy at peachy at retroist.com. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you have a great weekend. It's also good she didn't want to buy me that white glove that I wanted to. I, I really wanted that white glove. This has been a retrospective production. Goodbye.